Hi, my name is Nick Thompson and I run holisticvet.co.uk. We're based near Bath in England. I'm Dr. Brendan Clark. I'm based at Towerwood Vets in West Yorkshire. And my name's Dr. Connor Brady, the non-vet of the gang from dogsbirds.ie. And together we are Raw Pet Medics. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. This week, it's all about Dr. Nick. And therefore, he's there on his own. My unknown parts, yes. Um, yeah, good evening, everybody. Welcome to Raw Pet Medics. Uh, we're going to be talking about me, which is fascinating, I'm sure. I'm sure everybody's um, absolutely delighted with that. Um, I can only see me on the screen, which is slightly disconcerting, because uh, when I can't see you two guys, I just worry. You'd be like three-year-olds. If I can't see you, I don't know what you're up to, so, <laughs> so I'm not quite sure. Lovely to see Bianca and Fiona, and hello, Gemma. Um, and there's Bren, very good. Now that I can see you, I feel a lot more comfortable. And thank you, Bren. I didn't know what we were saying about him. <laughs> That's a very nice professional picture of you there, Nick, sitting in the chair with the dog. Uh, when when did you take that? Is that a, is that a new promo I, shoot uh, you did? did uh, yeah, I did a little shoot in London. Oh, yeah. Ooh, about London. three, four years ago. I, I, no, it, it didn't really come out very well because um, the, 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 the photo is good and what have you, but... Look at the expression. I was trying to get this dog to do something, and the photographer clipped every time I was going, yeah. or yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like this. Yeah. And so, see, the first thing I thought when I saw that picture, one, well, somebody said it on the Facebook thing, that's not his dog. Uh, true. The, true. The second, Before we had our dogs, the second, actually. The second thing I said to my lovely wife, Chris, who chose that photo of you, Nick, um, was, you know, that's exactly how he dances. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah, that's a little bit later on in the evening. I'm quite I'm quite smooth and yeah, they do graceful the, earlier, the, my friend. The photographers are, yes, yes, they like do. a they like an odd picture. They like an odd expression. Like but I, I did have to do something to get a few photographs of the website. And I'm looking at the photographs going, dear God, I look really tired because I you know, I've got the two young kids at home. It's like I look forty two, which is the age I am. And he goes, well, that's what you look like. And I said, well, you're going to have to do something about that because I look like I just woke up. Uh, and then the pictures he picks out, I'm like, oh, and, and he goes, oh, wonderful expression in that one. I was like, don't pick that one. Like, pick a normal one. And he goes, that's what invites people in, a normal photograph. I said, I don't, I'm not looking for normal. I'm looking for airbrushed, like perfection. And he goes, I don't think that's the message you're trying to push out, so. I had all these expressionful pictures on my website that I wouldn't be totally happy with either. So I feel your pain, Nick. Uh, that's photographers, maybe. They see something we don't. Yeah. Does it look like a nurse has approached you with a rubber glove from behind? Is that what you're <laughs> yeah, saying? It does. It, does. <laughs> it looks like I've just sat on something rather uncomfortable in that chair. Yeah. So the dog was great, though. The dog was, 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 was playing to cue the whole time, but um, I was uh, struggling to no, I, I think get it, looks, it right. The, the colours are nice and stuff. Listen, guys, we're, we are on patreon.com forward slash raw pet medics. That's where you can find us. Uh, and we really appreciate anybody that is there helping us out. Price of a cup of tea or coffee uh, or even a pint every month would be fantastic. It helps us keep things going on this side of the fence and uh, it, it is most appreciated. If you can, if you can't, no problem. Times are hard, about to get a bit harder coming into winter as all the talk is at the moment. So we totally yeah. understand. So we do appreciate anything you, you can do. 
and no problems you can. But walkoutmedics on patreon.com is where you'll find us. Um, so and yeah, guys, I'd like to sh uh, share something amazing. Um, we have just between us, literally about two minutes ago, worked out that we are available as a podcast on Audible, Apple, Acast, Spotify, and most of the common podcast providers. So cool, if you like what you're hearing, you can you can hear. We've got 71 on YouTube. I just looked today. We've got 71 vids on YouTube. No way. And a majority of those are going to be podcastable and you'll be able to use those when you go take the dog for a walk if you fancy us in your ears yes when you take the dog cool. for a walk. so be careful be careful what you that's cool i like that idea i like that we're on spotify as well i mean that's that's pretty cool so uh but right yeah, now we all... could be coming on the walk with you that's the downside, yes yeah. Isn't it? yeah yeah absolutely yeah. <laughs> so the works what are we talking about tonight anything interesting no not really <laughs> So, so Nick, you're, so you're, you're 55 now, so uh, yes. do you want to just kick us off about a little bit about yourself? Because, you know, uh, you've been kind of one of the longest heads doing this, really, uh, certainly in the UK, um, certainly that I know of. You were the very first person I ever saw talking about this. Do you want to start? start where do you want to start? Do you want to start? Where do you start? I'll tell you, well, let's start at the beginning, because I've been, I haven't scripted this in the slightest. So, so I've just been thinking about it, it, and I think it comes from my parents. My dad was a doctor, my mum was a nurse, and so uh, both were very compassionate and very, uh, you know, uh, with it, medically literate. Um, but I think my mum came from a very compassionate point of view, and she was very interested in, in homeopathy and um, essential oils and uh, personal development and, you know, that, all that kind of deep kind of spiritual psychological stuff. And my dad, he he he, he did. Uh, he's he's a. Um, my mother, by the way, was seventh of twelve from a, a, a family in Galway, and my father was raised as a you know in a kind of conservative Methodist Sunderland, uh, you know, just very traditional way. He's a grammar school boy, but he he, he did physiology at Leeds, and then got a scholarship to do medicine at Magdalen. So, you know, quite a bright boy. And he came from a much more kind of intellectual space, but they met in the middle, you know, both thinking about medicine and how the body works and how can we make the, bed, the, med, the, the, the body work best. But one was kind of very slightly more touchy-feely and, and uh, you know, about simpatico. And the other was much was more from a, from a kind of intellectual perspective. And I think I'm kind of smack bang in the middle of that. So, I feel that that is where, that's one of the major reasons that I'm here today doing what I'm doing, that I'm not doing the intellectual, I'm not a, a conventional vet doing whatever it might be, I'm not working in a university doing whatever they do there, which we all know about, but, you know, and I'm not a spiritual healer or Reiki master, although great respect and kudos to people who are. So I'm kind of sitting somewhere between, and so, on reflection, I think that, that that's, um, there's a lot going there. And the other thing, so that one of the guiding principles is that, is that use your head, use your heart, come together. And we all, I grew up with animals, rode horses as, as, as a kid in a really bad way and hated it. Uh, and we had dogs and we had cats and we had rabbits and we had hamsters and, you know, all the, the whole, whole nine yards. And the other thing was, it was very much, it was, grew up, and as we all do, but I think I really took this to heart, was to do the right thing, no matter what. Do the right thing. 
So when I, so if we jump forward, and I'm not going to be talking for 45 minutes, guys, I promise. I'm going to let That's you get a word in edgeways. Uh, when, when I was, I qualified in 92 from, from Edinburgh, and uh, within a year, I was, I was very interested in homeopathy because I just thought, oh, my God, there's so many cases that just keep on coming back, and I just can't, you know, I can't cure them. What can I do? There's much more to this than meets the eye. And I think we've discussed that before. But um, then when I discovered raw food, Within a few years of really settling into that idea and developing my, my ideas in homeopathy and in, in natural medicine, um, I, I just thought raw food really is where it's at. And, and therefore, I would feel bad if I didn't let as many people know as I could, because it's obvious, it's stunningly obvious that feeding a species-appropriate diet is the way to fundamental health you know if, if you feed a really bad diet a really good diet but you over vaccinate and you use too many chemicals and you know the dog is really really stressed then you're not going to make you know uh, you're not going to be super super healthy but if you've got the diet in some kind of good shape and you're giving plenty of variety then that is the foundation for really taking off from the food point of view so there you go. Those for me, after a, a week's thought, is is these are the two influences. Do the right thing, no matter what, and this kind of head and heart uh, approach to medicine. There you go. That's it. We can go to the pub now. That's it. And so, just asking. So, where did you where did you start out? Was this right? Is this where you first started? Did you start? This is where. Well, yeah. Good? No, it's really really good. And um, Lizzie. Uh, 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 not Lizzie, uh, Christina Diron, who who was a was, so she was a client and she was one of some some of my first visualists and then she moved to Canada, and she's been she's been a fan and supporting the Facebook group and and sending visual clients to me ever since. So thank you very much, a million thanks, Chrissy, to you. Um, so uh, so I I started in Yorkshire, in. Let's have a look. I started in Yorkshire in uh, 1992, and it was in a, in a pig practice because that was the only, only place I could find. But actually, I learned a lot about preventative medicine because the thing is, you don't want to spend money making pigs better. You want to try and keep, get them better and keep them better, getting the, the, the diet, getting the diet right, getting the, the, the housing right, getting the stress levels right, and, and, and everything else. So actually, that was really formative with, 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 Health. What's health about? It's about getting it right, keeping it right, as opposed to fixing it. So, started in Yorkshire, there in um, in uh, just near Bridlington, and then uh, after eighteen months there, I moved to Helmsley. They call it Hem Hemsley, but it's Helmsley if you're a soft southerner. And that's in the Dales, the Yorkshire Dales. So the next 18 months, I spent bombing about in the Yorkshire Dales in this little um, Subaru Justy, little four-wheel drive thing, up and down the Dales. I was going up, up, up the Dales, so high up the Dales. We would do a TB test once a year those, in those days, I think. And I would be the only vet they would see from one year to the next because they just got on with it themselves. And I learned stories about putting 
cobwebs on the when you dehorn cattle, you, you put cobwebs on the horn in order to promote clotting and other wonderful um, things. And they would they would serve you sandwiches cut up like like you were the queen, you know. Uh, bless her, by the way. And and it was absolutely lovely. It was it was very very much James Harriet stuff. But during those those formative three years, yeah, eighteen months and eighteen months. I came to the conclusion because I did the landmark forum, which I'd love to talk to you about in a second. I did the landmark forum and I thought, do I want to be a conventional vet who has an interest in alternative medicine? Or do I want to be a real alternative practitioner who is gunning for health and vitality with a minimum of conventional intervention? And guess what? Being the extremist that I am, I thought, I can't do the compromise thing. So uh, and, and the, 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 the phrase that I always say to people is that I came to the conclusion in those practices that I, I, I didn't feel comfortable. Oh, no, that was a bit later when I did go to Mark Elliott's place. So in Yorkshire, I came to the conclusion I wanted to be an alternative practitioner. So I moved in to the practice with Mark Elliott in Chichester. God bless him. He's an amazing practitioner. We fell out, but we made up very quickly and we're good, good buddies now. So um, there you go. So three years in Yorkshire and I decided that I wanted to be an alternative practitioner. I'd started my homeopathic training at that stage. And when within the homeopathy, I learned the phrase of um, remove obstacles to cure. And that's, that was my lead into food i'll shut up for a second uh, remove obstacles secure like uh, give us a couple of examples of that well if you if you if you if you're treating uh, and this is what we used to do back in the in the 90s we would treat homeopathy and send them home on kibble there's an obstacle to cure kibble is an obstacle to cure or over vaccination we we knew about about over i'm not saying don't vaccinate guys i think it's a necessary evil in some situations but i'm saying uh over vaccination which is what we were all doing in the 90s um that's an obvious obstacle to cure i was vaccine uh critical even in those days okay i, I learned it through homeopathy through through uh being taught by mark elliott being taught at the Royal London Homeopathic Hospital uh, next to St. Ormond Street in London. Did our training training there. And this is that's that's what they were talking about, you know. Remove obstacles to cure, seek that which needs to be cured, also to treat the, the treat the treat the patient, not the disease. These were the philosophies that we were being taught. And so I've been marinating in those concepts for 30 years. I've, I'm a vet 30 years this year, qualified in 92, and now it's 2022. I can't believe it. I've been a vet longer than I've not been a vet, which is... which is That's mad. Scary, isn't it? It is remarkable. It is remarkable. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but yeah, but really remarkable. And you realise you're getting old when the weeks start flying by, and before you know it, the end of the year is coming. Christmas is on the way. It's only three months off. It's like, <laughs> and another year's gone, and your wife thinks you're 60. And your wife thinks you're 60. 
when did you realize the whole raw thing? When did you first come out of the covers, uh, break cover? And because um, you've been out the front for as long as I've known raw, so like, when did you first break cover and say, I need to start speaking about this? This is, yeah. Um, well, uh, Brendan and I have got a really good mate, uh, um, uh, who is called Pete, who is who was the chairman of the uh, British Association of Homeopathic Veterinary Surgeon, and he came back from Australia. He was uh, he was teaching teaching homeopathy in Australia, and he came back with this little white book by this by this funny bloke called Doctor Ian Billinghurst, and it was called. Um, the Bath Diet, and another one was called Feed Your, uh, your uh, Dog a Bone. Grow Your Pup on Bones and grow, Give Your Dog a Bone. Okay, so he came back with, with these books, and I thought, ah, it's not well produced <laughs> as a publication. Um, but, but I did read it, uh, and, and, it's, and it's quite well written. It's written in a very kind of simple and attractive way. So God bless Ian Billinghurst for making it not vicious and sciencey science and, 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 you know, and, 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 and difficult to read. So he's done a wonderful job. And, I mean, look, that's why we're here, because of Ian Billinghurst. Let's that's, that's face it. Anyway, he, uh, he, wrote, he, he, he wrote this book. And, and initially I just thought, yeah, but there's people and it's really convenient and... It's scientifically formulated, and that's what we were taught at college, and therefore kibble, you know. But very, 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 very quickly, and I think it was a road to Damascus thing. I think, and this is maybe just I'm making it up because I've been through it so many times, but I, I think very quickly within, you know, in my mind, it was an overnight thing. It was like, oh, yeah. Why don't we feed a pro? Again, again, yeah, in my mind, because I'm a genius, obviously. Uh, it's, it's that. But I think it was probably over a couple of weeks, I just thought, yes, absolutely right. Again, going back to my folks, we never ate out. We never ate processed food. We, 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 uh, Mum would cook every day, every night. And so processed food was, 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 was completely foreign to me. And therefore, it all these little pieces came together. Elimination of, of obstacles and cure. Healthy food. She was a health freak. I've told these stories of the pet longevity thingy. Uh, if you, you want to laugh, have a look at that. Um, um, yeah, I was being given vitamins and minerals and supplements as a kid in the 70s. And so it all came together in the kind of the mid-90s. And when, when did I start speaking about it? Probably 98, 99. Definitely by 2000. By 2000, I was working with Craig Taylor at Anglian Meat Products, who was the precursor for their now Nature's Menu. And so we, would, we were working together. We were kind of formulating and lecturing. So that, there you go. That's actually now I think of it. That's probably when I first started he came along and said, listen, I know you're into raw, so I must have said something about raw somewhere along the line. But he got onto that and he said, we need somebody to lecture on raw and talk to people about raw. And so we kicked off that in about 2001. Craig, you're probably not watching. Got better things to do. But <laughs> it's about then that we started. And what they did is John Bowen. You know John Bowen, the, uh, the behaviorist? 
he and I both went along and were supporting Craig. And so somehow, I think we were both, he put us both on the, on the back saying, these two veterinary surgeons strongly recommend feeding raw food. And uh, so my mug was on the back of a million packs of this food, which is it's my claim to fame, perhaps. But uh, it's really funny because uh, I finished with a girlfriend around that time. And she used to take great delight in every afternoon when she fed the dog in slicing through my face. <laughs> Isn't that brilliant? Yeah, exactly. And little did you know that tonight we have joining yeah. us live. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wouldn't do that, that to you, be, Nick. Wouldn't do that, that to be... you. Yeah, we used to chuckle because we used to be selling the stuff from... Uh, Angry meat. Uh, Angry meat. Yeah. With, with, with my mug on, on the back, back of it. Ah. <laughs> and you and thought, used, yeah, there used to be constant the comments about. Yeah, I wonder whether he gets away with that. How long before <laughs> he gets dragged in front of the royal college? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so far, so good. Uh, so far, so good. They were one of the first companies to be doing this because I don't remember. Uh, that's yeah. Pretty much the only show in town. That was pretty brave of them to be sticking their neck out and investing uh, um, so much cash into that setup uh, and to be plugging along kind of on their own. There was really one, two, and three companies there for a good 10 years. And uh, well, that, that was interesting. But, uh, what was the worst, uh, tell me the worst experience you had up on stage talking about raw dog food? The worst experience uh, on stage was with Brendan. We went, we went, yes, I've had, I've, I've had no bad experiences. I've had no bad experiences, okay? Literally, I've spoken to students, I've spoken to vets, I've spoken to, I've spoken to small groups, I've spoken to farmers, I've spoken to the hunt and shooting brigade, you name it, okay? Uh, Clarky comes along and it all goes to you know what, okay? I'm not going to bl- actually blame him because he actually saved me. It's just I somehow got onto a slightly the wrong tack with them, and then they were they were winding me up with their with these questions, saying, "Well, how can you possibly think raw food is a good thing if you believe in homeopathy?" And kind of inane and slightly stupid questions like that, and they just wound me up. I don't think we'd eaten that afternoon. Remember, they had pizza after the event. <laughs> You see? Oh, if that was hangriness, I don't know why. That was, and I just got a li- I just got slightly <laughs> pissed off and slightly arsy with them. And then I had to, and then I finished my thing, I sat down, and then Brendan came along and saved the show. So, Brendan, thank you for that. Yeah, but he's still, he's, ever, since, ever since he's never worked with me ever again. I've never <laughs> worked with him again until now when I work with him. Every week, but we've got we've got we've got Brady as the uh, as the referee, so that's okay. Yeah, did Brent come along? Was he a slightly more calming influence, or like was his message? No, not really. I, I'm generally uh, I get on really well. It was just that I don't know. It was just kind of slightly the wrong crowd, and they. I mean, this is when 2008, 2009 or so. It's quite early, yeah, like that. possibly. Yeah, yeah. And they were all, you know, able to text. They had a, a running Twitter feed or something. And so they were kind of feeding in to, to one of, maybe one of the guys who was asking all these questions. And it was just kind of 
bit silly and a bit stupid. And I just, and I think I just said to them, you know, this, this is it's a silly question. Let's concentrate on the food. It was, it was that thing. They were trying to, they were having a go at homeopathy, but we weren't there to talk about homeopathy. We we're there to talk about food. And so there you go. So that's the worst. It was what I, I was on my feet for probably 20 minutes. In, and that's in my entire career of about 25 years of raw food. Uh, uh, so, so I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Until, until tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and we've just plummeted. I know. Plummeted your practice. No, I, know. I mean, honestly, so I'm more interested, if we go back a little bit, obviously that's yeah. where you started to interact with companies. You were getting deals from them to go and speak for them and doing various bits, which I was always, you know, that's really good sort of extra business. Good gig. Almost yeah. outside of the, the, the standard. Um, so where, how did you sort of develop really into that other than, you know, because you were in practice with Mark and yeah. then you left Mark's practice and I think yeah. you were doing a bit of your own stuff, but you were using other practices. Is that yes. right? So you were doing yeah, one in London, one in Bristol area. Yeah. So tell us I, a bit yeah. more about that stage. Oh, oh, Brendan, you've done your homework. Yes. Um, so I, I finished with Mark and moved to Petersfield and set up in Petersfield and was working in Salisbury at Howard Taylor's practice. I was working in London. Um, uh, I was working in London there at the High Park Veterinary Centre. Uh, I was working in Purton, Purton Veterinary Centre with uh, Vicky Gower and also in Bristol for Vale Vets. Uh, they were in, in, in Filton with Vale Vets. Andrew Prentice in London, um, and uh, how did I get the speaking gig? I'm not sure because vets don't usually, until you're a specialist or you know at least a diplomate, you tend not to stand on two hind feet and talk about stuff because you think, oh well, everybody else knows about this stuff. But what happened was Mark and I used to do talks because he had quite a big hall of a practice, and so. What he used to do is he would invite 30, 40 clients in and talk about homeopathy. Um, and so he did one of those and inevitably he asked me as senior assistant to do the same. And so that was my first. And I found that I quite enjoyed it because as a kid, I used to have to talk in church, you know, do a reading in church. And that was my worst nightmare. Worst, worst, worst nightmare. I would rather and on that note have my have my have, have my fingers, fingernails pulled out. I I was really shy as a child, and actually I think I still am to a certain extent. But I I realised that when you're talking about something you really enjoy, and hopefully you know more about it than most people in the room, it's a really wonderful place to be. And so I really enjoyed that feeling of just teaching one or two people with one or two things and getting some lovely feedback and, you know, and then having to research it for the next one and then research it for the next one. That's a, that's a, 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 a virtuous cycle, isn't it? You know, it's just the more you do, the better it gets. And so, yeah, I used to... Did you find it was almost like consulting, but to a larger audience? Was that, that how you sort of addressed it? I said, that's a really good point, actually, Brent. Consulting is acting, okay, whichever way you 
look at it, they act in to a certain extent. The person in the consulting room is slightly different to the person who you'll meet, you know, for a coffee on a Saturday morning. Um, and, and I guess it was, a, it was an extension of that. Um, and also it's kind of getting used to people listening to you and actually believing you and taking what you say and running with it. Getting, you, you know, because in normal life, you don't really convince many people of many things on a regular basis. And so there's a different psychology. You know, you're a teacher, you become a teacher. When you're a, pra when you're a practitioner, you're teaching one-to-one. -one. But when you start talking to, to halls of people, then you start to more. And I think once you've done a few, you, people, people are always looking for people to entertain their farm group, their, their breed group, their dog group, their what have you. And so it kind of goes from, from, from one to the next. And that's to a certain extent why this is so good, because actually we're talking to lots and lots of people um, and therefore we don't have to get in the car. Because in the old days, you know, once a week, twice a week, I'd get in the car, drive 50 miles, 100 miles, do a talk for an hour or two, get back in the car and drive home, you know. And that's really draining. Really, really draining. You know, you've got, to, you've got to do what you've got to do. And I did it because I loved it. And, and still would hear it again now. But um, uh, this is good. I really like this because it's, it's, it's relaxed. And if we're doing it with you guys, I think what we should do is, is the three of us should get on stage together for a day and do this. You know, and we'll, we'll, you know, somebody does a 20-minute presentation or a half-hour presentation, and then we just have a little bit of banter, a, bit, a little bit of back and forth. I think that would just be really, for a whole day... Monty Python-style. Big show. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And we'll have, 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 have dinner the night before with, you know, our Patreon brigade, and then maybe dinner the night after with everybody, and we can all talk about Raw and what we're doing and where we're going. You know... The last two years have been a very that all that separation has been very very detrimental to us, I think. And so I think getting together and this is what we're trying to do within the Raw Feeding Veterinary Society. If anybody wants to to join or help with the Raw Feeding Veterinary Society, if you're a vet, please come along and join us. We're we're we're, we're trying to re-energize the Raw Feeding Veterinary Society. Uh, so. so uh, it looks like we should, and I think we could, we could do an. English, Irish, Scottish, and Welsh meeting, a day's meeting. I think one day in one and one day in another. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely yeah, correct. Yeah. But as far as one of you are. <laughs> so, yeah, Karen, Karen, <laughs> Karen's already said, better clear the pub too. <laughs> <laughs> you mean they, the pubs would naturally clear because they'll all be coming to see us, obviously. That's what yeah, she's trying right, to say, yeah. Karen Reed. <laughs> yeah, nothing whatever. else. <laughs> Um, what, are you, what are you doing these days, Nick? I mean, you've been a kind of a, a, a solo artiste for a while. And uh, so yeah. what's, what, what, what's, what do you do these days? What are your, give me three or four kind of avenues today. What am I doing these days? Okay. Well, I can tell you what I should be doing. I should be doing more uh, of my little vids, my 10, 10 minute slots. I should be doing more of those, that's for sure. Um, I'm trying to... Use social media. I'm very bad at it. Connor, you're very good at this. And, 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 and I, I, you know, we've got this thing called social media, which I despise, 
but it's a way of getting a worthwhile, the right message, yeah, do the right thing, getting the message out to hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people. And so I think, you know, I, I shy away from it because social media, you know, it's all the, all the Facebook and um, what's his name who runs Facebook? Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg and, you know, and, and Bill Gates and all that kind of stuff. And these, this really puts me off. We're probably going to get this closed down because of that. But, um, yeah, that puts me off. But it's just a medium, isn't it? You know, I may not like polluting the environment because I drive a car, but it gets you from A to B so that you go and do a lecture. So sometimes I think the means justifies the ends. And perhaps that's kind of where I'm coming to within social media. So I'm just kind of looking into how do I do that as painlessly as possible. Um, doing this, got some talks lined up. You still see clients? I am seeing clients. I, I'm, I'm doing a lot of te telemedicine these days. I'm doing a lot of uh, nutrition work through telemedicine, seeing people with, with sick dogs, mainly uh, skin and gut problems, but also a lot of healthy dogs where people are saying, I've just started on raw. Am I doing it right? Or I've been feeding for a while. Can you just do an MOT on my diet? And I find those really, really great because if people have committed to raw food, it's lovely to just kind of take them to the next level. So that's a really, really great thing. Uh, the two videos that I've done, they're available on the website, holisticvet.co.uk, by the way. If anybody is interested, jump into those. One's called Raw Feeding Basics. The other one is called Bones and How to Feed Them. Yeah, fantastic. I think those sort of courses can be really handy for people. Low barrier to entry, I think it's a, I think it's a good thing. What about those, what about Dermadog? You're doing a lot of uh, doing stuff for Dermadog and whatnot? Mm. Well, my wife runs Dermadog, so I haven't really got any choice, to be honest, have I? <laughs> yeah. So basically, these are products she's developed. She's they're using uh, uh, organic essential oils and... Uh, uh, she's developed them. She occasionally she'll ask me, "What do you think about this? What do you think about this?" So officially, it's veterinary. I helped with the formulation, and the funny thing is, when the, in the early days we would use the soaps on the children, and so we could we could. I'm not sure we we're able to, but what we could do is we could say, uh, "Tested on children, used on dogs." We could we could say that, which I think would be a great strapline. But I, I think we'd probably get 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 done by the SPCA or whoever, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but but that's it. So that's Ellie. She's doing soaps for dogs. She's also she's now doing the pinch pots, which are kind of herb blends, which are really really nice. If people want to have a look at those, definitely jump into those. It's dermadog.com. Uh, if you want to have a look, I would imagine there are quite a number of people who are using them. Um, uh, and so if anybody's used um, Dermadog, do, do, do give a shout. Um, doing a bit of work with Karen. She's doing all the work, in fact, and uh, um, uh, with her lovely, lovely, lovely uh, Newton. Uh, so I'm very uh, honoured to be chosen as the, 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 the guy to do the, all the work there. So thank you, Karen. Um, you know, I, we, we have a chat every now and again. She does all the work and, you know, that's great. So what are, you going to be, what are you going to be doing in the last minute? What are you going to be doing in uh, five years? Where do you want to be in five years? I would like to be doing more, uh, more teaching. Um, I'd love to say I'd, be, I'd love to be jetting around the world, but I just, I just don't think from a regenerative 
perspective, you can justify that. You know, maybe the odd one and we can offset it somehow. But, you know, we've got this Zoom webinar technology. So I'm, I'm thinking that's, that's where it's going to be. It's going to be, uh, you know, three days a week, maybe, doing webinars, teaching, uh, writing, maybe, you know, working with, with you guys, working with other partners in different countries around the world to, to just get the message out, just to broadcast the message as, 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 as widely and as loudly as possible, but also really looking forward to all the research that's going to come through. Um, you know, if we think about 10 years ago, there's, there's oodles of research now um, that we didn't have 10 years ago. So I think even in, in five years' time, because everyone's going to get, everyone is excited about this, and I think more and more and more research is going gonna, is gonna to pour out and more and more studies showing that raw feeding is safe. And, and so I think the, the, the future really is very, very bright. I'll tell you what, guys. You know, we've, we've talked a lot. And for those of you who want to hear just a few moments more, why don't you join us over on a bit on the side over on Patreon? Uh, that's yeah. Nick coined that phrase. So I'm going to give it to him. No, I didn't, actually. Uh, if you want to see RPM bots, not those sort of bots, Okay, Box. over on, on the side. Uh, Patreon. Join us uh, over on Patreon just for a few minutes more. It's been great yeah. to see you guys. Don't forget, you can catch up with us on all of your live stream podcast um, uh, companies from Amazon all the way through to Apple. Uh, so please, you know, do pick us up on those. Um, if you like what we do, you know, be sure to share us. That would be great. Yeah, sharing's, sharing is caring, guys. Wonderful. Well, there you go, guys. Thank you very much. Love it, Nick. No, brilliant. It's been yeah, great. Thanks, Nick. Jane Eastworth is saying how to look so young. There you go, Nick. Uh, that's very kind of you, Jane. Your check is in the post. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> pleasure. Thanks very much for that, Nick. That was cool. Loved it. Amazing. Okay, we'll do Patreon now. Lovely. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Blah, 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 blah,